Welcome to Bean to Barstool Bite-Sized, where we spend about five minutes with some of our favorite people from craft beer and craft chocolate. Today we hear from Emily Stone, founder and CEO of Uncommon Cacao, one of the leading companies providing ethically and traceably sourced cacao for bean-to-bar chocolate makers. Emily talks about the process of beginning a relationship with a new partner at Origin and her desire for transparency in cacao sourcing to be a two-way street between farmers and makers. For us, the process of onboarding a new supplier or a new partner usually starts with the cacao itself, like with with the sample. We want to evaluate the bean, and then once we're you know all on board that this is something delicious, something that we think you know chocolate makers will really enjoy, our initial onboarding around the ethical standards starts. And so we have a supplier scorecard which has 55 indicators across social, environmental, governance. Um, management factors, looking at both sort of positive screens and negative screens related to risk. So that's sort of the initial conversation. And that enables us to really dive into, okay, how are these issues being managed? Um, That's then followed by a field visit. So we will visit in person. We'll do sort of a, a field check on a lot of the different indicators and questions that are part of our scorecard. And then once we really feel like we've sort of gotten to know uh, the partner, gotten to know the growers as well. We'll always do uh, grower interviews and make sure that we're really listening to, you know, the actual producers themselves and not just the exporter or whoever the, you know, centralized fermentation partner might be. Then, you know, we start sort of our then ongoing process. So there's a supplier code of conduct that all of our partners have to sign, which covers labor standards, which covers uh, our traceability and transparency requirements, which are probably the most stringent and um, sort of demanding of any cacao trader in our industry and cacao production requirements around quality. And then, you know, we do a lot of annual transparency reporting as well. Each year we do essentially a revisiting of what's in the supplier scorecard and a deep dive into the specific numbers on producers uh, from each year. Um, So we look at everything from, you know, how labor standards are being trained on and managed uh, within each organization. We look at the participation of women in that value chain at the origin. We look at the uh, farm gate price and uh, if there's an association price, what that was, uh, the FOB price. Uh, We look at sales per producer so that we can actually calculate out annual revenue uh, for producers. Uh, We do a huge amount of work um, to make sure that by the time cacao, you know, lands in the warehouse imported by Uncommon Cacao. Um, Chocolate makers can can buy that cacao fully knowing that, you know, we have vetted the producers and the partner and that they're fully in line with Uncommon's values and ethical sourcing standards. That said, I really disagree with the generally promoted concepts that producers are essentially guilty until proven innocent, that, you know, we have all these global north standards and demands that we insist producers comply with. Our goal with transparency reporting and with the vetting that we do with the supplier scorecard is really to understand our partners and their operations and their challenges as best as possible so that we can be the best partner that we can be to them. You know, of course, we want to make sure that there are no violations of human rights issues. There are no abuses of uh, individuals in any way uh, at that partner. But I do think it's just We've gotten pushback actually recently on our transparency report data collection process this year. You know, where's this information from the chocolate makers? Why don't we know how much chocolate they're selling and how much money they're making? And so I don't disagree with that pushback. I think it is, transparency is amazing at how it can create these conversations and really enable 
dialogue on important issues. And, you know, through our transparency report, and we, we certainly have done that uh, in our industry, but I do think there's, there's a lot more room to grow in terms of what real two-way uh, transparency reporting could look like from chocolate makers and the industry also back towards uh, growers and producers. Our reporting is demanding. Along with the transparency reporting information each year, our partners have to submit farmer receipts, so proof of farm gate price, producer list, full traceability documentation basically from the farm through the fermentation drying facility uh, into export lots. Much of this is still just being done by hand, and it's a huge lift um, for all of our partners and for us every year. But we do it because, again, Uncommon Cacao exists to you know create systems change in our industry and demonstrate that it's possible to pay producers a higher price for higher quality and really build a new system of valuing and trading cacao that's based on quality and based on flavor. For us to do that in a way that is has integrity and is fully in line with our value of accountability, you know, the transparency reporting is just absolutely critical. Every single bean that a chocolate maker uses in their factory sourced from us has been connected to so many different humans uh, and individuals across the value chain from the grower who picked the pod, scooped out the beans with his hand or her hand, put it in a bag or a bucket, then dropped it off at the fermentation facility. And then there were, you know, fermentation and, and drying teams that very carefully and intentionally, you know, managed the fermentation and drying process and then bean sorters and selectors, you know, administrative teams, and then warehouse teams and uncommon cacao. Like there are just so many different people involved in this value chain and, Uncommon has the immense privilege and responsibility of sharing that work and representing that work, you know, to chocolate makers and, and to the market. You know, there's so much work, there's so much love and so, so much intention that has gone into crafting that bean or that nib to taste and behave just the way that it does. This is how we build a, a real change in the cacao industry and in the chocolate industry is by helping people fall in love with the beauty of chocolate and the beauty of cacao and thus having the desire to dive deeper, the interest in learning more, that drive for connection to where this product really comes from. You can find out more about Uncommon Cacao on uncommoncacao.com and on social media. I'll link to those in the show notes. My entire conversation with Emily was very interesting, so listen to the longer interview for more insights. I'll share that in the show notes as well. The music today was by my dear friend, Anna P.S. My name is David Nilsson. Thanks for listening to Bean to Barstool Bite Sized.